Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Hey, how you doing? Let me tell you about a great deal. Why don't you come on over to the premium smoke room? There ain't no smoke like premium smoke. I'm talking about four premium podcasts. I'm talking about Miss Big Queen and the porn rap star. I'm talking about Pilgrim on Wrestling. I'm talking about Causing Havoc with Princess Havoc, as well as the Read Daily Report. Oh, I'm sorry. Five, STO Dark. Plus also extra premium episodes for some of the hottest ladies and gents in the business of porn. And all this for $4.99 a month. I'm talking about five to six extra episodes a week on top of the free shit that you get. So do the math. Great deal. Only on Spotify, only on Anchor. Come check me out. Come catch this premium smoke. Hello. Okay, are we back? Cool. Yes, (laughs) and and we had such a great start off. I was just like, damn it. I mean, you can top it together or no? (laughs) Well, I mean, how quick it went out. I said, nah, we we start from here. Yeah, I feel you. So, so, um, so yeah, you, you, like I said earlier, you've been cracking them one after the other. Oh yeah. Because I mean, it's, it's funny because this made me at peace with retiring with the porn business, you know, period. And it seemed like I was meant to do it because I always make this joke, but it's realism in it is that I get the opportunity to talk to a lady like yourself. And if I was a male time, I may not ever got the opportunity to even meet you. <laughs> right, right. Well, then, you know, people in the industry are so interesting, too. I mean, I mean, a uh, little little known secret. I, I really I, I really like being in the interviewer seat um, a little more than the interviewee. But I'm but I'm very happy to be here talking with you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to tell you what's so funny. It's like whenever I actually become the guest it's weird as shit for me because i've been hosting for so long that it's like when they ask me questions i'm sitting here thinking about questions i'm gonna i want to ask them (laughs) (laughs) you're a guest this ain't your show fool (laughs) 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 wonderful Uh, well thank you so much for having me Oh, most definitely, most definitely. So, look, let me do these particulars, and we can get this on the road, sexy. Yes, sir. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Smokers Lounge here on Anchor, the perfect app for anyone who's trying to start their own podcast career. All you got to do is download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm and get yourself a profile today. I am Kevin Oliver, Southern Champ, a.k.a. the Porn Rap Star. Y'all know what it is. Find all my links, one place, one link. 
and all my links.com backslash porn rap star. I need to tell you about three wonderful sponsors that we have. The first will be the Facebook of the Ellis community. I'm talking about ellisworld.com. Next up is one of the hottest erotic triple X magazines right now in the game. I'm talking about Rodicism Magazine. So go to RodicismMagazine.com. Get a monthly subscription. Get it paperback or get it digital. Either way, just get it. And last but not least, in black owned, I'm talking about ExciteBunny.com. For your consumers, a new place for you to consume some adult content. See some of the hottest content creators, porn stars, whatever you want to call it, doing their freaky shit at that spot. And for your content creators, 90% profit. And you ain't got to worry about the hashtags and being kicked off. Post what you want. No big deal. And they even offer health care. So go to ExciteBunny.com. Whether you're a consumer or a content creator, get a profile. We're also a proud member of the GW District Black Podcasting Network. Multiple podcasts give you the black experience. Plus, while you're there, experience some shopping from over 500 black-owned retailers and shops. So go to shopgwdistrict.com, support black businesses so, can, so we create generational wealth. And check me out on skyhawkafterdarktv.com as well as the BGP app. You can get it on your phone or desktop. So now I'm going to show up and let this legendary lady who actually was when I was in the game of dream shoe introduce herself. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, <laughs> hi, I'm Helena Price. Um, if you don't know me, I am a porn star. I was one of the best girls to ever have worked in the brothels ever. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and and currently, I am in an interesting transitory space where I've been really starting to build some new things. I moved to Vegas, bought a house. Um, that's like I spend quite a lot of my time working, uh, <laughs> making yeah. it making it fabulous. Yeah. Most definitely. So you've been in the game for how many years? Um. So my official like first boy girl scene was 2015 okay. but i was definitely doing sex work for a little over a year before that like officially officially it's not that i had never done anything before but like like i i kind of started pursuing it while i was still working a few different jobs um living in detroit but it was just kind of like a survival situation you know um yeah, so i started off on like craigslist actually <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Back when it was, when it was the infancy of the game. Oh well, my you know, god! It was, it was, it was pretty, it was pretty awesome. You know, I, I, I still mm. have people I'm connected with from back then. People who I've shot with, people who I've like done, like, like they, like they were think we were thinking about doing one kind of business, and then we ended up choosing to do another. So it was really kind of like a. It was an interesting, interesting uh, place to be back then, you know. <laughs> yeah. So, so let's let's go back then. What brought you into first the sex trade business and then into porn? Um, I have always just been sexually charged. Like from the time I can remember, I just have this energy you know and people were always like making me offers and stuff and i'd be like ah, like <laughs> i really quote unquote like tried to like be what what my family what my what with you know what, what the people around me wanted me to be i i went to college i 
tried my hand in the in the regular workforce for for a number of years you know like I, I worked longer in the regular workforce I started working when I was like 15 um or before that I was a figure skater um yeah so wait 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 say you was a figure skater this is the second person I had to talk to that was a figure skater <laughs> I think that like dance and figure skating and things like that, like that sort of training really lends itself well to this kind of work because mm-hmm. there's high pressure performance, yes. um, a lot of pressure to look a certain way, um, a lot of discipline required. So if you already have that like basic groundwork, I think it kind of like helps a person. And then you also have that, that athleticism, right? You know, yeah. like, I would, I would go to school all day and then I would go skate all night. And that was pretty much like my Monday through Friday, at least, you know, the weekend was, was also like skating and sometimes some fun, you know, I, I, I'm grateful that I had kind of like a balanced life. Cause I saw some people who were like really, really deep in it. And they didn't even like know what music was like music that you would hear on the radio. They had no idea what any of it was. And, and I like to be like, sort of, I'm, I'm a little bit of an alien, but I also like to be like on planet earth a little bit, you know, just like, so I can relate with, with the fellow humans. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because it's because when you in that world, it's so competitive, you know, that they kind of shut the kids off from, from everything because they want them to focus on that shit. You know, it does fuck up with people's minds, you know, period. I'm pretty sure. Oh, well, know, I mean, and- I mean, if it, it, it fucked with me anyways, in in certain ways, like, like, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade it, you know, at the mm-hmm. same time, like, everything has its good side, and it's like, yeah. and it's downside, you know, like, well, I like know one people- of the good sides, you got some sexy ass legs. Thank you. You know, my butt was always a thing they were I was always mm-hmm. getting so much shit for because I never had a small butt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm pretty sure of that. I, I, I can see that now just looking at your Twitter page. Right now. <laughs> shit, I, yes, Lord. That, yes, it, that was one of the reasons why I wanted to work with you. <laughs> that booty. <laughs> so, 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 like you were saying before, before that, so coming from that background, now you started to look into getting into the sex trade. And yeah, so, you, you know, know, well, I, I was, I was working, I, I, ran my own business actually and I was inspired by I was working with other women who were older than me mm-hmm. they ran their own businesses landscaping house painting so I learned like trades I, I I've done some like hard hard work you know so I know I know what I know what that's like too <laughs> like yeah. not that porn isn't hard work or sex work isn't hard work it's just uh it's a different story you're not doing like like hard as labor all day you know yeah <laughs> But um, working, working for these women who had their own businesses, I was inspired um, after I left a domestic violence situation. I was inspired by them and um, Kaylin Risker of SAFE, Sisters Acquiring Financial Empowerment. It's like a group that basically helps women get away from like financial abuse, like be, like being held back from getting away from an abuser because of money situations, you know. Um, I always like to bump them. I know it's not a topic that people generally like to talk about, but that was that was how I became an entrepreneur in the first place, you know. So yeah, it's, I'm it, my own food inspiration, business. inspiration, inspiration, inspiration. I say inspiration, inspiration, no matter where it comes from. Right, right. I, well, I was running my own, so I started my own food business. It was like a once a week thing, and then I was doing other things, um, curating art events, 
doing art education and healthy food education in the community and then also doing different art stuff in the community public artwork installations things like that so i've always like had my hands in a lot of things <laughs> but, but you know I, I at the same time i wasn't making the kind of money that i that i needed to make for, to, to support my life and i'm like okay this like this just isn't working out for me let's like let's take let's take things next level and through basically a whole interesting string of events because i didn't like plan it you know it just started kind of i just started putting my hands in it and then eventually it was just like everything like everything in the universe made a conspiracy for me to go to a buddhist conference in florida and at the same time visit one of my shaman friends who i had met in detroit and we actually just talked today oh my god um <laughs> and that and that was like and, and and from there i moved to florida i was just like okay like this is my chance i'm 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 out <laughs> yeah. and i i didn't i didn't have anything set up for myself except for a place to live when i got there you know so so it was definitely like a leap of faith situation but um i i, I take leads and opportunities pretty well so when when he introduced me to a site where people find uh people to hire for porn and stuff like that i i joined the site and and i had people contacting me right away so <laughs> so yeah as soon as that happened i just got busy you know yeah so it's so how do you feel because it's like as soon as you got on that site you it started getting popping for you so were they contact you just for movies or they were contact you for meeting greets or it was a combination of both um i it's been a combination of both you know um my first agent found me on there mm. and that was how i like got my my first like mainstream gigs or whatever um like in, in all honesty people are like oh we don't like like you know when, when when they think you're gonna be shit they'll like take the time to like coach you and stuff like that otherwise mm. they'll just freaking laugh laugh at you and try to filter you through and get you the fuck out of there and it's like it's like okay like 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 everyone has like an expectation when they first see someone of, of what they're gonna get but like when, as far as i'm concerned people don't know what's coming for them so <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah so your first boy girl shoot professional shoot who was that with what company who was the team? so the first boy girl shoot it, it was, it was, I, you know, I would have loved to have started shooting content on my own and have my first boy girl be like my own production, you know, yeah, um, yeah. like when I started producing my own content, I really realized the value of producing my own content, which is why that's primarily what I do now. Um, but it was a pawn shop thing with bang bros. And it was interesting. <laughs> that I think I've seen it. <laughs> So, so, you know, the, the one thing that's remarkable about it is that it's the only porn that you will see me with my ass unshaven. Now, coming up, no one ever, no one ever had any problem with it. We did all sorts of freaky things all over the place and no one ever said a word about it. So I felt pretty comfortable with myself like that, you know, but the industry isn't too kind to things like that. And by the next shoot, they're like, you got to shave that shit. It looks like you got a rodent coming out your ass. And I was like, I was like, fuck you. Like, I'm just God. being brutally honest. I, I am, I'm at a state where I just so don't give a fuck that you're probably going to hear a few, 
uh, brutally honest. Hey, this is uncensored, baby. We we keep you real on the on the smokers lounge, baby. Oh well, you we know, keep real. And in spirit of the smokers lounge, I did a couple dabs before I got on here. I was like, I'm smoking like, as we speak. Oh no, nice. I think I just heard that lighter click. Oh yeah, <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> Shoot, because so it was like so when you got on set because it was your first boy girl scene. Um, tell me how you was feeling. Tell me what the producer, the talent did to make you feel comfortable. Um, you know, the I, I don't feel like a lot of talent it never necessarily tried to make me feel comfortable, except for like people who I know who I work closely with, who are my friends, who's mm-hmm. like mostly people who I've met like offset. Like usually onset people are really just kind of uh like hands offish, you know, especially like I feel like with new girls in particular. Like when I was new, guys were way more standoffish with me than when I was established. When I was established, people were much more friendly. I like to talk with someone before I do a scene just to like like I'm I'm kind of like a sapiosexual. So to just have have a little conversation with somebody before the scene just to kind of hear hear how how they are who they are you know just get a get a feel for them and find like a find an intellectual connection point you know to where it's like okay like we just talked about a few things i feel like like more comfortable with you you know that that's that's the best way to make me feel comfortable um i i was i was probably nervous but at the same time i i'm really like determined you know So, so I was like, I was determined just for it to be awesome. And for me, like, like I wanted to bring my, my real sex and like, like the, like I wanted to be as real as possible too, because I just never liked the way that porn, a lot of porn felt so fake to me when I would watch it. So, so that was, that was definitely like one of my goals when I started as a performer, I was like, I want to be as real me as possible every time that I'm that I'm performing unless of course I'm like playing a role or something but that's always a part of you too if you think about it (laughs) it it just extends your personality yeah yeah (laughs) and and to me it's like that's that's one thing I did why see I'm getting tongue-tied um (laughs) smoke too much weed oh it's all good I do too. It, to me, I, I didn't go Hollywood because I didn't like the mechanicalness of it. And two, I, I'm the kind of person that, like you, I like to compensate who I'm about to shoot. I want to get to know you. I want to know your boundaries. I want to, you know, I help them lotion up. They need a massage. That's cool. They need help putting on their outfit because it endears you to, because in many ways, you got to woo each other when you're on set. Not necessarily woo as in I want to fuck you off camera. No, woo as in you make me feel. I like you enough to fuck you. I have to like you enough to fuck you. (laughs) Like, I've had to fuck people on set who are like total shitbags. And (laughs) and I'm sure, I'm very sure that it like came through, you know, um, in the performance. (laughs) Just like, you can probably tell that I'm like, like performing it instead of like actually doing it like when when you see me working especially with people who are like on my team you know people who are my mentors like Kyle Balls or Jonathan Jordan 
um, when you see me working with them or, and people, you know, related to these circles, you get to see like the best, the best of me because they bring out the best in me. And hopefully yeah, I do you the same work thing. with them a lot and you're comfortable with them, you know, because it's like even when. Well, even like, from the very first, though, it was from the very first that that like mm-hmm. that you can kind of tell, OK, this this shit's working out like, you know. We we have good communication. We have a good shoot. Like <laughs> we have good chemistry. We we have, you know, vi- like like the same kind of like motivation and vision and stuff. You know, like like I I'm I'm a really creative person. I like I like to put something creative into all of my movies. So mm-hmm. so I'm thinking about what I'm wearing, how my hair is. I'm thinking about like details. I'm I'm thinking about I'm I'm my mind is on what what is happening there because I want it to, I want it to look sweet. You know, Um, when I have like a certain set, I dress to the set, all all of that stuff to like, to have it just look as, as visually appealing as possible, like in an artistic sense beyond just like, okay, there's people fucking. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Because with you, like you came in shooting with the heavyweights for the most part. Um, So, the way you came in is different than what the average might come in. Cause the average might come in because they're doing content already or they might webcam or what have you. I wish you that I had been doing content already. I mm-hmm. basically just got thrown into the freaking boiling pot, but uh, yeah, I see. Well, well <laughs> it, it, it didn't last long though. Like, you know, when, when mm-hmm. the way, the way that it goes, at least down there, I don't know how it goes everywhere, but and the agents will pick up girls. They'll run the girls through all of the companies. Then, they won't have any more shoots for them. And then they just kind of like peter out and then it's done, you know, unless, yeah, they, yeah, unless they get the, unless they get the Royal pass, you know, yeah. like the, now, but see, that's what it's funny. I started in 2006 and it, the term was called overshot. And that's why I tell girls when I was working with them, no, you pace how you shoot with the companies, but you focus on putting out your own because once they shoot you, they're done. They got enough. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, honestly, like, there's so many advantages to creating your own content. When I started creating my own content, I started shooting the content that I came into the industry that I wanted to shoot. No one was going to hire me to do what I wanted to do, or at least they hadn't yet. So it's like, okay, I'm not going to wait the rest of my life for you assholes to put me on when I can just put myself on. Like, fuck that. So... So I opened up my clip stores. I, I started shooting scenes and yeah. And over time, you know, I've learned more about editing, more about shooting. I'm really like working on refining my skills as a photographer and videographer right now. So it's just like, like, bu- like it's been building on itself the whole time as far as different platforms that I'm selling my content. And also as far as like my, my skills and, and what I'm doing. So and and I'm just like, if I didn't have the people, like like I said, like Kyle Balls and Jonathan Jordan, if I didn't have them, like like they're the ones who have taught me how to how to do this, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cause I'm sorry, I'm sitting here. I'm just enjoying like the real leggings because I did a scene like that myself. I just find that sexy when you got a fat ass and the leggings is ripped. <laughs> He's fucking you through. That is my shit, yo. <laughs> Yeah, that's hot. That's so hot. <laughs> now, here we go, Frank. Because um, but 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 
But back to I'm sorry, I got distracted by your boot. I apologize. But oh, back to okay, the, the, okay. <laughs> I, I, I can't be mad at you for that, right? <laughs> so, but the one thing you can say is from shooting with the major companies, it kind of did shape your brand when you started doing content. Because no, not at all, actually. Because well, they, I mean, they, I mean, they gave but, me they gave they give you one shoot at each place score bang bros reality kings and then unless they're you're someone who they really think they can push you're done so that's when i started but but not shape not shape is in they helped your career like uh, they helped your career somewhat but shape is in they they didn't even like there wasn't any hype behind any of it or anything Mm -hmm. like that it wasn't it wasn't like that at all they were just Mm -hmm. like oh another another filler bitch bring her in here and shoot a couple scenes oh, yeah, and get it out yeah. it was it was totally like that i think and they yeah. weren't the the companies became interested in shooting me after i formed my own brand by creating my clip stores because so, you got white high. that's why they they don't come after you to or come back after you to get white high but see the thing i was saying is it's what i mean by shape your brain is you shoot like they do you get where I'm coming from? You don't do the cell phone. You got the professional looking shit. You actually do the steals. You actually do a photo shoot in the outfit that your ass is about to get fucked in. People don't Look, do that. Before. Half the time, half the time. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? You, but you know, you, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. But you know, um, I've definitely as as a business person and someone who is like intending to like take take up this art of pornography i i was i was paying attention to what they were doing in this studio you know i i definitely had my eye on that stuff but but it was it was like a it was like a couple weeks of of work for them and then i don't know i was kind of just like on my own like well she she got me a few like fetish shoots i was shooting a lot of fetish and that was like primarily what I was doing for for a while, actually. Um, and then and then eventually things started to shift. Once I got rid of agents, actually, I think agents are like, I, I, honestly, they're just pretty much. There you go. They're the scum of the earth. I cannot stand agents. I cannot stand agents. I will not hire someone who has an agent. I don't want to talk to an agent. Like, <laughs> I wish I was standing right beside you. I would give you a high five right now. Because <laughs> I don't even want to interview people that have agents. It's like, if I see agent on their shit, I would actually bypass them from asking for the experience <laughs> that I've had with agents dealing in podcasting. You feel what I'm saying? So I can imagine on the point here. So to me, it's like this. I, I'm going to ask you this because... I already know what side you are on the independent. Oh, but yeah. <laughs> why would anybody, what would be the purpose of signing with an agent? Because last I checked, majority of these companies have ever talked to you directly anyway. I mean, I mean that 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 was what happened with me. I got rid of my agent, and then all of a sudden I I I got rid of my agent, started my own my own uh content, and yeah. then and then you know it was after after that big gangbang dropped, I think that was, that was like some pretty big ripples. And then, you know, Kyle balls was just climbing and climbing. So our like taboo content and then, and then like being on, well, there was, there was like a few things that, that, that really gave me a good push, you know? Um, And, 
that's when the company started calling me again. I was happy to go work with them. You know, it's, it, it's fun. It's good publicity, especially when you're like comfortable shooting scenes, you know, like when I came yeah. back to work for the companies and I had become like comfortable shooting scenes, used to, used to posing and doing photos. Like it was, it was so much, uh, it, it was just so much better. <laughs> like yeah. I got to really enjoy it, you know? And see, too, also when they came back and got you, and they, now you got your own content, it's like that fan base, now you tap it into, they got a place to go spend money on you. Yeah, so so it was like a, it was a mutually beneficial situation yeah. for sure. Yeah, um, I, I definitely enjoyed that. I won't be working for any more mainstream companies again. Um, like, I'm just really... But you really don't need to. I mean, I from the to. outside looking in, I don't need you to. You hide. <laughs> I don't need to at all. That's well. That that's one thing. Well, anything you know that was that was something that really changed for me over the past year. I just decided that when I'm doing my work, I'm in no way going to be anyone's fucking clapping monkey ever again. Like shit was open season for like seven years. Like do whatever you want. Like like I have a boundary up and it's that I'm not going to be performing for someone else who's putting where there's like a pressure situation. That means no clients. Now, now domination, I'm happy to do that because I'm the one in in control. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I feel that anywhere, anywhere where I'm the boss, I'm, I'm good with it, but anywhere where someone else is the boss of me, I'm just, I'm I'm over it now. I feel like I've just gotten past that. (laughs) I just, I just turned freaking 39. (laughs) You don't even look it, boo. Oh, well, thank you. You a baby. You 39. I'm about to turn 47 in uh, April 21st. So you a baby. Oh, congratulations. You're like right on the cusp there, huh? <laughs> yeah. I'm old, man. <laughs> no, I meant on the cu- I meant on the cusp of Aries and Taurus. Yeah. <laughs> no, but still I'm old man though. I, I got the white beard there, goddamn thing. I just mentioned But I still look good though for my age, you know. I still can give it to him. But but yeah, cause it's like but like when I like when I look at your stuff, one you get variety because you, you know, di- do different type scenes. I see that you go through a serious thought process when you come up with your scenes. So how do you come up with your scenes and like where you get your inspiration from? <laughs> so like sometimes I'll get inspiration from like real world things that I see, or sometimes Me too. I'll get Me too. like like just like stuff that's going on like something that might be going on in society at the moment you know i'll Mm -hmm. I'll be influenced by that um i'm influenced by some of my past experiences and i kind of like morph them into scenes Mm -hmm. sometimes like 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 with taboo stuff um my fantasies were always of me being the young one on like the other end of things you know but it, that obviously doesn't work as far as a performative thing for me. So like me being the stepmom or whatever, you know, that totally works. So I let my mind get perverted about it when I'm in the shower, actually. I'll smoke down and then I'll take a shower. And while I'm in the shower, I'll just let like all of the thoughts expand. <laughs> <laughs> and and like and I start to just like think about, you know, what kind of like what's like 
the most perverted possible scenario here. And then, so I think of a scenario and then I do this thing where I call, I twist it out. So like, okay, I have a basis here. How can I make it more twisted? How can I make that even more twisted? So, and then there's like the level of improvisation too, because I don't script anything strictly. Like, like a lot I, I of companies. Hate doing scripts. You know, I remember you doing improv. Uh, I, I've always been more like like into like doing improv things creatively, yeah. you know. So for me, like, and and so many things come to you creatively. You have so you have so much creative energy stirred up while you're having sex that that who knows what's going to come out of your mouth, you know. Yeah. Like, there's some of these things I've said that are so fucking priceless that like <laughs> I wouldn't have just I wouldn't have thought that up for a script just sitting there like scratching my pussy trying to write it. Like, no, like you'd be getting fucked. <laughs> <laughs> for for, all, for, for that kind of magic to come out, you know. <laughs> yeah, because the, the best perfect, the, the best, the best perfections are imperfections. The things that and, happen that 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 you, that that you didn't plan on, but it just hit perfectly. And then I think too for for working with with other people, if it's just a framework of okay, we know what what points to hit we have like a couple specific phrases that we know we're gonna say in here you know and you string that all together and and but you like string it through like also natural conversation and you make sure that you hit your little points along the way so it's like natural conversation scripted point that you know you gotta hit in there and then you and the and, and you keep it flowing like that too so so yeah there's like a lot of fun ways to um create uh, the dialogue. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. And then I so, got a mouth too, so. You know, it be, it, it, I see it works very well on the dick. I must admit, your your head is is marvelous. <laughs> a one, you. a one, most definitely. So, now, thank you. I love dick and balls in my mouth. I I see. I, I told you. I said I. It's funny. I meet him when I'm retired. That it's just like damn. But hey, I get to talk to him, so he's just as good. But anyway, <laughs> now you run the gamut with what you do. We talk about from BDSM to anal, gangbang, double BDP, role play, and all that. What people don't, and what you, people don't really talk about when I, when I listen to interviews, is the mental aspect of this game and the mental prep that we have to do as talent walking into these things. You know what I'm saying? So speak to some of the things that you do with your mental prep when you know you're about to do a shoot, depending upon what the shoot is or what have you. Um, well, you know, I guess I, I guess I'll I'll give it to you from two different angles. <laughs> yeah. Um, one like for for my own scenes, I do that whole shower thing where I get super pervy and think about all yeah. all of what what I want to have happen. You know, um, that's that's definitely important for my mindset. And, and then, you know, I, 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 I've been doing this for so long that I totally know what my boundaries are and I don't have any problem expressing them and enforcing them to the fullest. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, so as far, as far as that's concerned, like, like that, that's sort of an easy part, you know? Um, and, and a lot of the preparation for me now is thinking about, okay, like what, what outfit, how am I doing my makeup? How, how, are I, how am I setting up my lights? Who's shooting this? What kind of angles do I want? You know, that's sort of the, 
the mental preparation that I have to do when I'm working for myself. Now, back working for the companies, it was a little bit different because you were you you had to perform what they were asking you to perform as they asked you to perform it, you know. Um, and and that's and that's just entirely different. To, you know, you're you're being asked to put your body in this position or that position. I I like to choose what position I want to be in. <laughs> yeah. So because I'm pretty sure that, you have to become like plastic. You know, I've worked with directors that were very fucking rude in Los Angeles. <laughs> Not in Miami, actually. In Miami, I've worked with directors that were really great for the most part you know um yeah. um i love miami <laughs> <laughs> I, I figured that miami producers and directors probably a little bit nicer than the ones in cali because like i used to watch documentaries and we talking about like uh vivid vivid videos and shit and i hear how sometimes the director be talking to the girls i've been like so I'm I'm a sensitive I'm really sensitive and I really had to um, employ spiritual tactics, Buddhist tactics in order to not blow up at this guy from the way he was talking to me, you know. But by not blowing up at him, it was a it was a situation of uh, where where I gained some skills by just allowing myself to be plastic basically and mold into whatever he wanted me to be and I also gained respect and some extra knowledge this person was willing to share more of their knowledge with me once they respected me and was willing to do that so is that something that I want to subject myself to no was it a good challenge to surmount yes you know, no, like, like you have to really be centered within yourself go, going into that um and you have to be confident. Um, you have to be practiced. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I has a motto is we had to be professional even when others are not. So trust me, I've been I had to put that to the test many a days. <laughs> even on my levels, I can imagine what you had to deal with because you was on a totally different level. You talking about Bang Brothers and and. Reality kings and stuff like that. That's high level, high pressure shoots. Okay. Yeah, but you know, after time, it got to be fun. Like once I once I was used to it. Like like when I was shooting with them a little more heavily. Like back in twenty eighteen, nineteen. Like during that time, it was it became like a thing where I I just it, it was fun for me. I loved waking up in the morning, doing my workout, taking my shower, going in there hanging out getting my makeup and hair done and and then and then performing and stuff like like it, it got to be sort of like a comfort zone for me in a way um once again i'm not going to do it anymore at the same time it was uh, that was like that was a really great time like i look back and i'm just like oh that was awesome <laughs> yeah so then i just got to ask you this question we'll ask you this question before i get to the real sticky questions Okay. <laughs> All right. Now, you have booty, and you you have nice-sized breasts. So I've noticed you have not really gotten them done, or I don't know if you ever thought about getting them done. I'm not making any windows. I think they're fine just the way they are. But I know some females been to the pressure to get 
enhancements per se. So do I mean, you get pressured for that? Or you know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm just asking. I mean, I know I've the- heard I've heard like insults, like how do you how do you think you're a MILF without MILF tits? Like some dumb shit like that, you know? Really? But like really? the, honest, the honest truth is that there's a, a lot of real women who look so much like me. I I, I like mm-hmm. I feel like I'm like a any woman in a lot of ways, you know. Um, and maybe except for my ass, but <laughs> 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 so so like so yeah, there's there's like there's a little bit of a pressure, and then there's the thought of like oh that 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 could look so good, you know. Um, at the same time, there's like there's a couple factors that lead me to choose to not do it. Um, one of those factors is that I live with an auto with like autoimmune. So my concern is that like my body would maybe start attacking itself even more if I were to put a foreign object implanted into it. <laughs> so so that's like that that's definitely something that governs me, you know. Um and, and it's probably for the best in a lot of ways too. I'm I, I'm I'm an excessive person. So like I like you know who knows without that I might have went and gotten some huge boobs a long time ago and then like regretted it and gotten them taken out and i've seen there's a there's a couple of girls who 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 are who i really like think they're amazing and they've gotten them taken out in in recent times so like so i think they have like their ups and their downsides and and i'm like you know what like like i feel good enough about what i have to where i don't want to risk changing it to a point where I won't be happy with it because it's possible that something could happen like you know uh, uh, yeah going under the knife and stuff uh uh-uh. uh <laughs> yeah because because to I'm me it's like... too. people people know me for that at this point as well like there's like a segment of my fans that just like appreciate that I'm all natural you know I keep a bush I don't have any surgeries um, I'll probably be getting some more tattoos as time goes on and I give less and less fucks, but <laughs> <laughs> it, it like this to me. Um, I think you're straight. And I'm not just saying it because you on on the broadcast and I always want to work with you. No, seriously. It's for me knowing the business, me being the business as long as I have, you have what I call the full package. I tell females it's not about being dropped in gorgeous in this basis, it's about being sexy. Because it's about being a sexer. Right. You don't have to have huge tits or even a fat ass to pull that off. It's just your swagger, your attitude. Completely. Like, that's one thing that I, that I kind of quickly learned. And, and that, that's what it is. It's the person's, like, like the person's energy, the person's energy, the person's confidence, the person's, like, whatever their flavor is, you know? Yeah, because I'm a proponent about energy too, you know, and energy attracts energy. You know, how you walk into the room, how you walk on set, you know, even your thought process. Um, Mm -hmm. Because even to the point as a producer, I try to make everything, try to make the set comfortable, you know, play music or or what have you. Anything so to get the best out of that person and get their good energy Absolutely, you know? yeah, yeah. Yeah, because at the end of the day, I do want you to fuck me. But fuck me on this camera so we can get this money. That's the whole point. 
Yeah. <laughs> so no, with that, go ahead. No, go ahead. What you about to say, babe? I'm sorry. Oh, to oh uh, to make each other comfortable. You know, um, I think I think like that. I think that it's the guys and and the girls' job as 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 like yeah. a mutual situation because dudes can't perform when they're uncomfortable. <laughs> the dudes are less likely to be able to perform when they're uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They gotta, gotta have their on. head get in the on. game. <laughs> yeah, come on. That's right. Get it hard, keep it hard, and come on, keep that we gotta do. That's our job. And speaking about jobs, now we come to the segment. We gotta give the people what they want. This is the part, this is the segment where the pussies go dry, the dicks go limp. Let's talk about the business. The business of porn. So now, we're going to begin here on this in, in this segment. You're a female that shoot with the top companies. So your quality and what you look for in male time to work with is going to be a little different than the average. So what do a guy have to bring to the table to do content trade with Helena Price? I mean, that has evolved over time. I would say that has definitely evolved <laughs> over time. Um, at this point, they just need to be within my um, porn family network. I'm not letting any outsiders in, basically. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I've, I've become much, much more selective, I would say. Um, used to be a little bit more, a little bit more free, but you know, um, I think that over time for trade, the person doesn't have to be, it do, it's not necessarily about their looks as much as it is about their workability. It has to be, it has to be somebody who I vibe with, like on a personal level, like it has to be someone who is easy for me to work with. It has to be someone who like knows what they're doing. Someone who, you know, comes at, at a reasonable time in the scene um as much as i love shooting i don't want to be there for like like a, an hour and a half with the whole last like half hour <laughs> just me getting my oh trust me i like, where a dude that went for 45 minutes did not come and then he gonna look at me but ass nigga with dick still hard like we gonna finish the scene i'm like no nah, dude we good we gonna play boy it out bro i'm just gonna fade it out <laughs> no come shot <laughs> You're not about to kill this girl. <laughs> oh, shit. At least give him a fake cum shot or something. Uh, oh, well, shit. Nah, after what he did, I was like, man, I ain't feel like going through that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you just got to cut it off. Yeah, I was like, we've been there all goddamn day. I'm like, look, bro. Nah, we, we good. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. But, but it, yeah, at this point, it would be it would be pretty much close to impossible. Um, for for somebody new to to work with me, I, well, I, mean, it's, it's I, I feel bad having to turn people down because I've always been such a yes person, you know. Um, as time goes, a person evolves. Like I have, I have to like, I have to put my energy towards building what um what I'm what the next levels of what I'm doing is. And if I'm out here shooting content with uh with all of these new randos. I won't have the time and energy to be building what I'm building next. So, well, I mean, if you want to be honest, you're doing it old school way. 
because the circle was small. You feel me? Mm-mm. And and the only way someone got in unless they were brought in. And usually it'll buy a male talent who sit there and tell the girl, yo, man, I've been putting dude to work. You might want to work with him. You feel what I'm coming from? Because then he's testing. And plus at the level that you at, yeah, yeah. That's like little Wayne doing a song with a nobody. It it, it, it ain't happening. You feel what I'm coming from? <laughs> well, it's because funny. You got that- a brand, you got a brand to maintain and a look to maintain and a professionalism to maintain. So it's understandable why you might be like that. Why you like that. Well, I mean, I feel like my like like as far as like types of people who who I've performed with, like you you can see me with people of all ages, sizes, shapes, races, you genders, you name it, I I've pretty much fucked them. Um so, <laughs> So that's not what it's what it's about at all. It's 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 really about the person being able to work with me and help me achieve because like I have a vision for things, you know, so we mm. help each other kind of mutually achieve a vision together Yeah. in, in collaboration. Yeah, he, he brings some of it in good dick. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, because I mean, like, like. Good dick is really kind of a dime a dozen. Um, well, goes, especially for yeah, you in porn, so you, you can't help but run a good dick. Oh well, my like previous, t- I couldn't help but run into good dick. Like I'm pretty sure with it, we look at you. I'm pretty sure you get hard at going to the fucking grocery store out this bitch until the Seven Eleven. Hey fool, how you doing? <laughs> you know, you know. So, so like it. Like I said, it was always easy. It, it was always easy for me. So like that—that's that's really a dime a dozen. I think people mm. who have people who have a business mind, people people who are like fun to be around. Like like I want to I want to be around people who like who I enjoy. Like I don't want to be around like someone who creeps me out or. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like so so. Those, see, like, but see, also your circle gives you familiarity because you know what you're getting. You feel what I'm saying? And because, I mean, from, from a lot of people having an interview, and I always said this myself, there's a blueprint to this business. You have restless male talent that you work with. These people that you know, they're easy to work with, and then you work with established male talent to build your cachet. But the key is you never had let the industry have more content of you than you have of yourself. Mm, yes, yes. I think I think that's that's hitting it on the head. Yeah, because because to me, they will continue to make money. So you want to be able to do the same. You want to be able to make money. You see. Oh, I I think um, that's like that's the biggest thing. Anyone who's getting in, don't don't depend on the companies. Depend on depend on yourself because because whatever you create, that's 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 your residual income that's that's yeah. everyone's freaking holy grail in my opinion like as far as business is concerned is a residual income like <laughs> you know yeah. and if you can create yourself a residual income through doing something that you love with people that you love and sharing that with the world then why not <laughs> oh yeah that that's why i did it yeah. <laughs> it became very passionate about it you know so 
we always it, the way that social media has been portraying it lately, like they make it seem like it's easy to do, easy to make money, get rich quick, the whole nine. They don't never talk about what we the one money is good, next money is, is tight. They don't talk about the work that we have to put behind the scenes because filming it is the easy part. Oh, Getting I mean, some bitch to be bought is the hard part. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, well, the whole process is just it, it's it's long and it's challenging. You know, planning a shoot, writing out whatever your script is. Um, getting your location, your wardrobe, making sure that your talent shows up and everyone's tested and that paperwork gets done. So that that's just before you even start the freaking camera, okay? So, yeah, the shooting, it's the easy part. Well, you got to, of course, set up your equipment and your lights and all of that stuff. Make sure that your camera's set to the right settings and that your audio is turned on. <laughs> yes. That your shit's, like, white balance. So, like... They're, oh, oh and, and the camera's fully charged and the SD card is empty. Yeah, so it's not it's like, <laughs> so, so like there's like yeah, it's not just pick up a camera and press a button and then a and then a thing happens and then you're done. So and then and then also you, you know, you want to make sure that you light things a certain way. You want to you want to make sure that you have your shots framed a certain way. All all of that stuff. And then afterwards getting getting everything edited i mean you're gonna watch the whole thing at least twice if you're gonna get a really good tight edit done you know which i like to do because like i want to make sure that like like if anything like that really doesn't go with the scene is said or done that i make sure that it that it doesn't go in the scene i want to make sure that i catch that shit while i'm editing you know what i'm saying so so I'm going to end up watching it a couple times before I even release it. And then releasing it, your, your like cover photos, your trailers, posting, posting it, just actually like doing the upload, writing the description. So like, <laughs> so like people could say that that's easy if, if they want to, it becomes easier once it becomes a process. In, in my opinion, like once anything becomes a process to me, then it's like, okay, I'm like, I'm on this and I have it like on repeat, like a, like a med like a living meditation sort of a thing. But, you know, um, getting, getting to where you have the whole process down, it's a, it's definitely a learning curve. I've been on, I'm, I'm still on the learning curve. You know, I might, I don't think I'll ever like necessarily fully stop um progressing as far as that's concerned but <laughs> yeah there's always but something least, new to learn there's always something new it's it's a lot of work for the promotion uh navigating the social media is posting oh, yeah. appropriate shit that? for posting. each social media mm-hmm. you know all that stuff so now other than of course the adult film uh you say you do meet and greets you you webcam Oh, I used to. I used to. I do not anymore. Okay. Um, I'm. But you used I'm, to. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I well, I used. I used to work at Love Ranch, so I was there for <laughs> like, like five years. Oh my God! Wait a second. Wait a second. We about to unpack this because I have never talked to anybody that worked with the ranches. How was it like working a ranch? Um, it was. 
it was really amazing. At first it was terrible. I felt like I was in hooker jail. I was used to being a free roaming hoe. And then once I, once I got, once I got put in the cage, it was a little bit challenging. Now their house isn't a lockdown house, but like at the time, like I wasn't familiar with the trails out back. I didn't have any money to like go anywhere. I was just like getting started over there, you know? So like, so it's kind of like you're locked in there and and me I, I'm a formidable opponent as far as like lineups and stuff like that that's when um for anyone who doesn't know that's when uh when someone when a potential client walks into the ranch and they want to see the girls that's there right they want to show you who's here who can who can you take a tour with and they can take as many tours as they want to take you know so they have us come out we were the, one of the only houses that did a walking lineup which I really liked because it would help me show off my assets. And, <laughs> and, and, but, and it's also an energy thing too, like you said. So, so like, like, I wouldn't have told anyone this while I was working there because I felt like it was one of my secrets to making money. But it's definitely an energy thing, the way that you project to the potential suitor um that that definitely affects whether you're going to be picked or not and i don't know how to explain for someone to do that necessarily but it but just you know food for thought and it works works anywhere too like i i learned i learned it because i like to i used to like to go out and pick out who i wanted to interact with <laughs> i would just go go to a party club festival whatever and zone in on whoever seemed interesting to me you know draw them into me with with my energy beams <laughs> yeah. it seems like to me it, you have touched every spectrum of sex work and i um, think well we're not i mean for i the have most part. not i have not danced well i wanna I, I did a competition once where i won like 500 bucks but i i never wanted to to um work in a she never club. danced but she won 500 bucks dancing <laughs> you really, you didn't live the interesting life. <laughs> <laughs> Gratefully so. Gratefully fucking so. Um, I cammed a little bit. Uh, I tried my hand at it. I didn't like doing it solo. I like to see the interaction with someone. That's why I really liked working at the brothel, working with clients, because I would be there with a person like face to face, right? Instead, instead of like looking at a camera, trying to like like figure out what my audience is thinking like while doing a cam doing cam shows with groups it like when i was when i had a boyfriend and girlfriend camming with them was fun or doing the group live shows on only fans that's fun um that 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 kind of camming i do enjoy yeah so so is damn you know where that I'm sorry, that is so fucking cool, yo. <laughs> I can't even get with it. Because I know it was like crazy, like when, when the guy came in, they, they ding ding, y'all come out, you looking all damn tender and sexy and shit. He come over ding, there and ding, takes ding. you off. <laughs> I call that the you know? Oh my God. And and it's and it's funny because dudes, they gotta walk in. They better have money because it ain't no cheap shit. It ain't no back page shit, no. No, oh, yeah, no. no, yeah. You definitely need to need to come with with some formidable cash if you want to have a good time there, you know. Um, and and uh, fair. I think that's fair. <laughs> I think that's yeah, more than fair. Shoot, that's 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 reality, guys. <laughs> Ouch. 
Well, there were, oh, my. there were so Go many ahead. advantages, you know, like knowing that, mm. knowing that you're working with people who are doing everything protected, knowing that yeah. you don't face any legal ramifications from the situation, knowing that not only are the, are the girls protected, but they're also tested. So it's like, yeah. so it's a really like, like I, I liked it because it was a really safe environment to, to do my business, you know? And I think that's, that's why clients are drawn, are drawn to, to the ranches, even though it comes at a little bit more of a premium, um, it ends up being worth it, you know? And I always aim to please. So I want to see a person walking out with a huge smile on their face. That always made my day. I mean, well, it's kind of infectious because, you know, if a person you smile, you got such a pretty smile, then, yeah, you kind of, he can't help but smile. He can have a bad day, stump his toe, he's still going to smile. (laughs) 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 And that's facts. So, shoot, so with everything that you've been doing for the, since 2015, um, well, there's two questions, but I'm going to ask this one first. What's the one thing that you can take away from your career that you can tell the next woman? You feel what I'm saying? Oh, like something that I would tell a, a girl who who's just getting started out in the business. Yeah, I think I think we might have hit that one a few times, and that is this: create your own content be be the boss be your own boss as much as you possibly can (laughs) and (laughs) and and also like like i guess the second thing would be to really like do your best to respect your energy um a lot of people will try to like the people will try to just like run you dry um definitely respect your energy and see, too, also, let's talk brand. Because you you have a brand. And you stay on brand. So yeah. a lot of times, females don't trust the process. Speak to trusting the process. Okay, because now there's different ways that I feel like people could go about it. My brand wasn't necessarily planned. It was It was born out of my own like desire because there's certain things that I wanted to do as far as porn goes you know so 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 like what I what I what I ended up doing for my for my own stuff is things that I enjoy things that I gravitate to things that things that excite me you know so whatever excited me ended up being my brand I think that's a great way for anyone to go because if you're doing what excites you then you know for sure your content is, you know, you do, you're doing what excites you combined with, with, you know, some creativity and skill, you know, your content's going to be fire, but just having, having that energy of enjoying it, it, you know, there's no point in doing work that you, that you don't like to do. So if, so if you're just in it for money or something like that, like, like you can totally forget about it. Like you'll, you'll probably make some money, but you're not really going to enjoy yourself because it's not something you're fired up about. And you're not going, you're, you're not going to go as far as someone who's really into it. You know, I've heard producers of recent complaining about like the influx and, and man, the girls, you know, the quality, they don't, they're not as into it. 
<laughs> and, yeah. and I, they, they just heard that they could make a quick buck and they're just like there to to bang it out and get it over with you know and, I mean there's there's always been an element of that for sure but I've never been like that so I don't know what that's like <laughs> well see well see you you care about how it looks and you also have fun with it because I've been said this it seems like the, the women that's in 35 and plus bracket they kill the business way more so than the young girls. Because by the time you hit 35 in your voice, you really don't give a shit no goddamn. Because a <laughs> lot of young girls are walking in shameful that they're in the business. And if you walk in shameful, you're not going to succeed in this business as you would if you was not. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, I feel like there's a lot of evolution that's been happening, too, amongst, like, the younger generation and becoming more sex positive and more sex worker positive and stuff to where to where a lot of people feel, even if, like, not they're not necessarily their families are, are okay with it, but that their friend groups are really supportive of it. Like, it's become it's becoming something that is becoming more culturally acceptable, I think. Um, and and that 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 is a good thing because it's an actual profession you know <laughs> yeah. yeah actually that's why these that, that's why we do these podcasts so we can give y'all knowledge of how to do this shit so y'all will be looking stupid and dumb and broke because <laughs> 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 that's the point because i mean because it's like even when i thought about with only fans where have you how you see girls post how much they made and it's kind of like See, I never did. I, anytime I see that, I feel like it is. I feel like it's just really fucking tacky. I feel like it's tacky. I feel like, like, I make whatever money I make, and that's my business. And you make whatever you, money you make, and that's your business. Like, posting, yeah. posting, um, even like, okay, if you want to post their percent or whatever like that but but that still is like it's the same thing kind of and personally for me i never gravitated towards that (laughs) because the last thing i would want to do is 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 brag about my money yeah because i'm not trying to brag about something that i'm like i'm grateful i'm grateful for my income i'm grateful for the people who are supporting me and i might not be making as much money as some people um and I'm, but i know i'm definitely making more money than other people so it's like just being grateful for what i have like and and always working to of course increase it increase that but but staying grateful is important yeah because see i i think with with the people that's coming in it's like at first they didn't get what it was about especially during the pandemic because they were just jumping in because it was a thing they heard. They yeah. saw the girls post. They saw every well, you time. Know, he's, I saw some girl. people who actually. I saw some people who actually jumped on during that time. You know, um, yeah. and I kind of watched the way that things went with them, and. And you know, like some people were just like scamming people, and and then yeah. they and then they lose their customer base, and two years later they're wondering why they're not making, however much a month anymore, and they're only making a fraction of that. It's because you didn't. It's because you like screwed over your customers, and they didn't want to come back to you, you know. 
Like, mm-hmm. like that's, that's no way to, to run any business. So, and, and then some people, you know, that they, they, they got on and it was like a quick fire and then it just like, and, and they had a good thing going and then it just like fizzled out because they didn't have a brand that was already built up either. You know, I think, mm-hmm. um, having a brand already built up was definitely advantage for me on OnlyFans. Yeah, because it's like, because all you're doing is just adding to what you're doing, you know, and also I listen to how many girls, their whole income was based off OnlyFans, was mind-blowing, and the reason why I'm saying this is because it's a dude that has multiple platforms, on my platform bringing money. That's the whole point why I got them. Yes, sir. I remember have multiple yes. checks. <laughs> yes. Well, that that was how I was, that's how I kind of like, that's how I was kind of like living before before this. Like I told you I was, I was doing like multiple different kinds of work. It was, it was me just like, like sometimes there wouldn't be paint jobs. Sometimes there wouldn't be landscaping jobs. Some, you know, so I just had like a whole bunch of different things to where I could, I could pick up and do this one, pick up and do that one. And, and I kind of took and transferred that to, to my, my, um, business model when I started in the industry, you know, so I'm like, okay, I'm doing porn and I'm doing in in person things. And, and that was like the two things I was doing. And interestingly enough, um, I think it's going to come out in hustler in May. I'm pretty sure I did an interview or yeah, I did like a little interview with them talking about, about um brothel stuff and one of the things that dennis told me when i started there in 2016 he said to me you're not gonna make any money doing porn those porn girls they don't make money blah 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 this is where all the real money is at just commit your whole self to this da 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 and i mean dennis didn't know that the pandemic was coming and that the ranches would be shut down. So me, I, I, I refused to just fully work at the brothels. I was like, no, I'm going to do both. I'm going to not ever have my eggs all, all in one basket. And then, and then, you know, with porn and stuff like that, there's so many different platforms. You can just keep um, multiplying yourself. Right. Um, yeah. Which is, which is an ongoing thing for me, actually. It, it, it still, it still hasn't stopped. I'm, I still have more places, more, more platforms to invade many more <laughs> so like, i mean because because it's like wait because when you think about it you know, they say you did music right and you had a song if you sign up for any of these distribution sites what have you, they're gonna put you on every platform as many platforms they can get you on so it, it's the same premise oh that's you interesting know? they'll they'll do it for you that there should yeah. be there should be something like that for the adult industry where someone just like puts you on every Bingo. single platform. Bingo. <laughs> yeah, because even with the podcast, like I'm on a lot of it I did put myself on there, but the podcast is everywhere. So when I tell people that you no, know, you're going to get heard, it, yeah, it's everywhere from Apple to Spotify, shit is on fucking good pods. So <laughs> So it, it's the same thing with porn. You have to be on every platform because every platform has its own way it runs, also has its own traffic. Right, right. You like know, different very, different know. platforms have a different audience. So it's good to to yeah. be spread out a little bit for sure. Now I'm gonna ask you this because you've been doing like I said, you got lineage in this, and like I said, you've been doing it big time. How do you navigate the sensitivity movement in porn? 
Oh sex. my god. Oh my god. Don't act so <laughs> this one's funny. I'm actually doing something right now that they wouldn't let me do on video. I'm I'm urinating. See, I'm a dog, so we just yeah, okay. Go ahead. <laughs> well, you know, that's one of the things that they don't like. Um, there's a, and yeah. you know, a lot of the stuff that I did with Helena's Cockquest was me going out and doing adventures. You know, we did Fantasy Fest and Key West. We'd go to the beach, go to parking lots, just random crazy shit everywhere. You know, um, I was working with Voyeur Champ at the time. They took down like all of his stuff because it's all like outdoor voyeur stuff, you know, for the most part. Um, so there's like certain portions of my content that uh, no one can really get online anymore unless they message me and ask for it and send me a payment and get and and get it dropped to them that's the only way to get a lot of that stuff anymore because even uh some of the loopholes that were available kind of closed up yeah it looks like because my some of my recent posts with uh with things like that got got taken off so um, I think it's, uh, and then, you know, with the terminology, oh, you can't say mom, like, this is just a fucking word, people like, like, but it, but it's just like, it's a, it is, this is just a one more example of the kind of tyranny that is trying to be brought upon us at this time, that just, just that, just that little level of censorship right there. And the problems yeah. with the, the banks having problems with Pornhub and all this stuff. The banks have problems with us becoming free people is what they have a problem yeah. with. <laughs> yeah. because, because actually, because I, I tell people this, it was a time where we didn't have to give all that paperwork. It's just we had to give our information. You know, period. I mean, I can put on my tin for a hat if I wanted to, but I don't feel like going that deep. We're going to have to come back for an episode on that one. <laughs> right. Well, we'll have, to come back. we'll have to come back anyways because once i once i start unraveling out of this cocoon state i'm gonna have a few things that i'll definitely want to be introducing to oh oh, <laughs> oh trust me uh my platform is open to you miss lady it, it, oh, i want you. you to come back don't get interested we ain't even finished this yet it, it, i got a few more things for us to discuss cause, cause oh i'm done. happy to oh, open the door on it but no because like i said to me when I look at it, first of all, nice, nice way for me to do this advertisement. See, you won't have that problem if you get a profile Excite, Excite Bunny, because a lot of my real risque shit is on Excite Bunny. It's not coming down. So hmm. get a profile Excite Bunny. Shit, you can shit, piss, slap, whatever. Race play, name it. You're good. Excite Bunny. That's all I'm going to say now. Okay, yeah. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? Period. But, but the thing How's of it is... spelled, though? Um... X, then site, S-I-T-E, buddy, B-U-N-N-Y, dot com. Thank yeah. you. No doubt. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to tell you. Because, see, I, I tell people, it's just the way it just changed, even the clips for sale. Like, <laughs> I was so mad at clips for sale when they took away the membership site. I said, that's my money. That's my money. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Bro, fuck, don't get it twisted. They like my clips, but no, they my fan base wanted the memberships. Right. They like being able to sit in there and watch hours upon hours of me fuck the brakes off somebody. You know? 
Yeah, so, yeah. So it's like it's like all the sites try now to become like OnlyFans, literally. Which is literally. not necessarily a good idea to try to become like someone else what you need to do is figure out what no one else is doing and do it that's why OnlyFans succeeded <laughs> yeah yeah which is funny because like i said it just to me and see too also it was so championed because no, no point site before they got championed in social media like it did okay it, it pornhub wasn't even hot like that i'm like oh, i'm yeah. seeing you know people singing in the song <laughs> No, where is it? Yeah, where the it? song. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's just I you know I tell people it's, it's but what girls found out what what only fans found out is how powerful sex workers are and content creators. And the other part of that is too, yeah, you better have more than one site. Because mm-hmm. yeah, AVN with stars, they pose their clothes. I remember one of the I was old... so glad that I didn't make the effort to go on there because, like, it would have been kind of short-lived for me and it just wouldn't have... It would have felt so not worth it because getting yourself set up on a site, it's really um, it's really a job, you know? Like, I feel yeah. like, like, like getting all your paperwork together, getting everything set, like, putting... Like, opening up a new platform, it, it takes quite a bit of work. Like, I, I'm the one who, like, opened up all of my platforms... So I know, <laughs> and yeah. and you know after after trying to like build something and then having it get get uh, shut down that quickly, I probably would have been really disappointed. So we're glad that didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, like it's, it's just crazy. It's, life is about adjustments, I guess. We just gotta always keep adjusting and try to predict what's to be adjusted to next I think is like the next level part of that like okay like I can be adaptable I can I can I can shape shift a little bit but like starting to like think okay what is what what's actually about to happen how do I need to change myself to where I have a jump on everyone else when whatever the next thing is that happens happens <laughs> yeah yeah I will because even back then I knew where the game was heading and I knew it was heading to the point where the power was going to be in the hands of the men and women that actually film the scenes, which is where it should be. I think. I think that yeah. the. I think that the shift is a beautiful thing. I think mm-hmm. that it also, you know, because because the industry chooses what looks they want, but but as far as like more more independent um, creation and stuff like that, the people are choosing. Because the people, whoever's whoever's subscribing to whoever, they're the ones making the choice of who they're going to spend their money on, you know, and and you know, someone who's who's ju- who's who's way way more um, who has like a, a huge leg up in the industry might make as much money as someone who doesn't just because that person who doesn't has something special about them that the people love. Yeah, because it's like, <clears throat> excuse me. Because I remember when Rude.com went away, and that was like one of the big three that really started the, the, these were the three sites that, it was three sites, Summer Charms, Clips for Sale, and Rude.com. I don't even remember the other one. That was probably before my time. To my Rude, Rude or Summer Charms. Uh, Rude, I was on Southern Charms for a couple of years, actually. Yeah, Yeah, Rude. Shooting those sets for Southern Charms was really what 
taught me how to model well. Now, if you really want to go there, Brood was actually the blueprint for what OnlyFans became. Because you could webcam and they had voyeurism and all that shit on, on Brood. Oh, man. So yeah. maybe it was just one of those things where the people like weren't ready for, for the technology yet. You know, like there's like yeah, a lot of they, they were ahead of their time now. And the people yeah, they, just aren't ready for it. <laughs> yeah. Time. I remember one time. No, but it is it way before your time. Cause Sarah had webcam. <laughs> but 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 I think they didn't know what to do with it, and people wasn't using it much because webcam was kind of new, you know. So it's it's crazy how what OnlyFans was. I, like I said, it's just funny. When I thought about it over there, I said, "Well, damn, OnlyFans is kind of like what Ruth was." In the same principle, you know, yeah. um, Kink used to have webcams. That's where where yeah. I first webcammed was on Kink.com. Yep. So, so I'm gonna ask you this because it's like you a whole lot of fun. What is one of just? I'm gonna give you this question. I want the first thing to pop in your head. All right. But what was one of the, your most favorite and nastiest scene that you ever have done? Oh, that's like a hands down easy one. Come on. Like, excuse me. <laughs> like my gangbang, I think would my my big huge cuckold gangbang with the cuckold eating all the cream pies, the space buns um that that day, you know, like I had been that was that was like my first big gangbang um on camera anyways. Um and I was very I, I was really like well prepared for that you know (laughs) (laughs) she said she was well prepared (laughs) and everything everything just fell together so perfectly and it was just honestly like one of the best days of my life like I had so much fun um and 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 it it definitely shows through and 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 the the vision that I envisioned came out the way that I saw it sometimes you'll envision something you know come out sort of like you envisioned it you know like yeah. It was just like so spot on to what how I imagined it, and and even when I you know when I think about it, I'm just like oh that was like amazing you know and and it, it shows through because the the people are just like oh that was the best thing ever and I'm like yeah it was <laughs> and you know oh you always want to top your best work and sometimes mm. maybe you just can't like <laughs> and, and how many guys in the game bank? It was seven. What the biggest one you done done? I think that was the biggest one that I've done. Seven. She satisfied seven men. <laughs> they satisfied me and too. DP and everything, huh? All three holes. Oh yeah, for sure. Like the BBC Titans won't really let you let you go without getting airtight. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I was looking at that trailer. I was like, damn, what she did. <laughs> yeah, and it, and she had a smile and everything. I said, "That's a woman that really enjoys herself." <laughs> you know it. You know it. When she is smiling, so this <laughs> lady. Oh, I I got to bring you back. So, like I asked men and women that come on this show, can I call you a smoke buddy? Oh yeah. Oh, most definitely. So, folks, you heard it, smokers, you heard it. So. We'll be bringing her back, and I'm definitely going to be bringing her to the Premium Smoke Room, which is our subscription-based 
podcasts. We're talking about six premium podcasts for you to listen to. We get more nasty, more raunchy, more descriptive, more dirty, more everything. Ooh. And we're going to bring Miss Price back so she can really talk dirty to you. Oh, shit. I think, I think you talk really dirty. <laughs> you talk oh, you dirty. You know, you know, I love too. Oh, most definitely, most definitely. So with that being said, Miss Lady, tell everybody where they can spend money on you. Well, you can go to IamHelenaPrice.com. That's a great place to do it. Uh, and you can also go to HelenasCopQuest.com. <laughs> I like it, baby. And you know what you can definitely do? This is just like to to be around me a little bit more um, and and have access to all my links because I have like my full link tree is at the top of my Twitter page, actually, which is at I am Helena Price. So I am Helena Price dot com at I am Helena Price on Twitter and um uh, Helena's com, of course. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. So with that being said, people, you know how we end these shows every day, all day. Life is a learning experience. What's the point of the experience? You didn't learn anything. Smoke this over. Thank you for coming to the lounge. I can't wait to bring you back. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate you. Looking forward. <laughs> no doubt. Take care. You as well. Have a great night. Black Wall Street is now online, baby. That's right. Visit the GW District. Shop the very best in men's and women's apparel and accessories, home decor, office supplies, books, pantry items, and so much more. The GW District is a retail marketplace of black-owned products and media. We're both veteran and black-owned, and we're bringing you the best online shopping experience with products made by small businesses. Come and experience the GW District difference today at Shop gwdistrict.com that's shop gwdistrict.com the gw district a retail marketplace of black owned products and media that's right that's right